This is BC Spirits, your look at the province's burgeoning distilling culture. Welcome to BC Spirits, episode number 40. Number 40, I can't believe it's been that long. I've been doing this for almost a year now. Obviously, I missed some episodes while I was in Singapore last year, but uh, we're going full steam ahead now. If you haven't noticed, I've been posting an episode a day um, called Spirit Today, which is showcasing little obscure oddities that I have in my collection that don't fit into the episodes that I do. Um, so, as with this self-isolation, social distancing stuff, my collection's getting a little bit slim in the way that how am I putting the episodes together? But I've been getting creative, been getting crafty, and I've uh, been figuring it out. So I've got a couple of things that I have, two actually two things I haven't tasted today, which is awesome. Um, I'm doing a um, whiskey liqueur episode. So that's what we're gonna be tasting today, whiskey liqueurs. So most famous whiskey liqueur obviously is your um, Drambuie. Scotch-based whiskey liqueur. There's a few other ones, Irish Mist and that sort of thing, but Drambuie I would say is the most um, famous um, Scotch whiskey liqueur out there. So, what does that mean for BC? Well, if you haven't noticed the last couple of episodes, I've been doing whiskies in general, and we have got a lot of great whiskies in BC, which means we have some great whiskey liqueurs. <clears throat> now, there was a couple that I was missing out on this one, which may slide into a separate episode. There was a cream liqueur called Honeycomb, um, out of, uh, where is it, Kamloops? No, it's not Kamloops. Kimberly. Kimberly Honeycomb uh, Liqueur, which is a cream liqueur which um, and sweetened with honey, which I'm really, really keen on tasting. But once it arrives that week, never fear, I will do it as a spirit of the day so you get the tasting notes. So let's kick it off. We've got some great distillers here in, in the province that are making some wicked whiskeys. So why not whiskey-based liqueurs? I know it seems like a waste of uh, whiskey, but I think that whiskey-based liqueurs are epic. I did have a horrible, well, no, I shouldn't say horrible. I did have a stretch of my career um, where I thought it was very gentlemanly and highfalutin to drink Drambui double on the rocks uh, while I was on Hayman Island, which is super tropical area in the Great Barrier Reef, and I'm drinking double Drambui on the rocks at the staff bar. I have no idea what I was thinking at that time, looking back, but let's get into it. I oh, made myself chuckle too much there, I've even shed a tear. Okay, so one of the ones I haven't tasted today is the um, Douglas Sage Advice. Now, if you've seen some of the episodes I've done with whiskey from uh, Douglas from Steve Lee there, they also do Noteworthy Gin. Um, his whiskies are phenomenal. Um, I haven't tasted this. This is the first time I've tasted it, Steve Lee. So Steve Lee gave this back to me in January. And I was trying to find a, a proper way to taste this and, and experience it the best I could. So it's a single malt liqueur. Ooh. Um, single malt liqueur using spirit distilled at Douglas Distillery in the South Okanagan. Da, 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 da. So it's a complex of wild sage, wildflower honey together with zestful uh, citrus and rich spices. So I'm looking at this is going to be very Drambuie. I think a couple of these are very heavy Drambuie style. Ooh. Holy. Whew. There's some flavor in there. On the nose, you're definitely getting honey. And you're getting their signature single malt flavor profile, which is very Douglas. You get a little bit of the spice, floral tones. Uh, through on the nose as well, but on the palate, wow, the honey is just mouth filling. That spice just dries out your palate as well. There's a little cloying spice left over. Uh, sorry, a little bit of cloying sweetness left over, but boy, 
is that spice punch just smack that sweetness right out your mouth. Um, that single mold is fantastic. Uh, alcohol content is 35%, so it's a little bit higher than a regular uh, liqueur, but man, does it have some flavor. Whew. Just Christmas spice, honeycomb, and it's really honeycomb. It's not like a, it's like a very specific honey style. Um, the whiskey's a fantastic backbone, and away she goes. So that's sage advice from uh, Douglas Steve Lee. Great job. Um, this is another one that I've done before. Actually, I've done a couple of times. I just did, redid all my YouTube channels, so it actually shows me everything that I've done. Um, Barrel of Sunshine from, um, I'll get that a little bit closer. Barrel of Sunshine from Shelter Point. So you know Shelter Point's one of my favorite distilleries here on the island for whiskey. Their single malts are just out of this world. Done a couple episodes with their stuff. Um, orange spice and maple. So it's a little bit different to the, the Douglas version, the Sage Advice. These guys win a ton of awards for their packaging and they just won a whole bunch of whiskey awards. It's, it's kind of incredible. Very different on the nose. Much more orange curacao spice. Hints of maple, but it's again that crystallized maple that you get on around the edge of your maple syrup. Like not the syrup itself, but the crystallized dehydrated maple syrup. But the orange and spice is fantastic. This definitely lingers. Ooh, there's the maple. Ooh, there's the maple. Strong maple, like a almost a treacle, treacle style. I had treacle sandwiches when I was a kid. That's where I'm getting that treacle. Orange and treacle definitely separate from the the way Sage Advice rolls. Um, maple's there, thirty percent alcohol. Maple's there, but it's that crystallized dehydrated maple, almost that treacly sort of taste. Orange is beautiful, like biting into an orange through the skin. Bitter, sweet, the, the herbs and spices and the, the botanicals and everything that's there. It's all in the background, but it works really good with the orange and maple. I've loved this one many, many times, so I don't need to go further any further with that one. This is another one I've done before. Um, really long time ago, I think it was like episode three or four or something. Um, the Central City Peeled. So the Century City peeled um, orange liqueur, whiskey-based orange liqueur. So we are looking for a, more of a punched-up triple-sec style Cointreau. Um, peeled orange is crafted using malted barley and is aged for three years in American oak, infused with orange peels. The artisanal liqueur has delicate sweetness, aromatic. Blah, 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 blah. So really, it's focusing on that um, that orange peel. It's from Central City. They make some great, fantastic whiskeys. Uh, last week we did Lowen McKinnon. They're peated. Probably my favorite expression from uh, Central City ever. Um, oh, this one. Oh, that Lowen McKinnon. That Lowen McKinnon whiskey taste. Whew, you get that straight away. It's that sort of um, dry hop, sort of weedy, sort of flavor profile that you get from Lowen McKinnon. Pretty much all their expressions have that sort of very hoppy sort of uh, flavor profile. The orange liqueur is definitely orange liqueur. So what I would be playing around with this one, the limited edition peel, if you can get it, is um, your dry curacao style cocktails. Your Cointreau, anything that calls for dry curacao or um, Cointreau, this is a perfect sub for that. Man, that whiskey, then that orange is just big and mouthful, almost like an orange chocolate uh, candy that you would bang on the ground. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Um, this one's an interesting one because this one was sort of the the odd duck in the group. Uh, mainland whiskey, uh, mainland whiskey, which is um, just opened up. I think it's in Langley, isn't it? Where is it? 
South Surrey. So water, organic corn, barley, yeast, um, wild rose petals, sugar. So um, it's an unaged whiskey. So it's a, a corn heavy uh, whiskey, unaged and then infused. So they do this really crazy um, rub each rose petal with sugar and then make it into a syrup and then cut it into the whiskey. I'm really looking forward to their whiskey coming out um, in a couple of years because their stuff is, their, their base liquor is really, really tasty, even if it's unaged. So, um, this is their wild rose liqueur. Another one I haven't tasted. So it's a wild rose, it's a whiskey based wild rose liqueur, which we don't have any rose liqueurs per se in BC, which I think is a shame because I love making rose liqueur. It's one of my favorite things to make when I was at like Olo and that sort of thing. Um, on the nose, you're definitely getting the whiskey straight away. The whiskey's very prevalent. Trying to get that whiskey corn. That corn whiskey is boom, straight in your nose. It's delicate though. But on the palate's where it changes. Wow. I was a little bit skeptical when I, when I smelt it on the nose. I was just getting that massive hit of corn whiskey. But I wasn't getting a lot of rose petal or rose flavor. Wow. On the palate, it's a game changer. Uh, that corn whiskey just sort of falls down the back, back of your palate. That all in the front is just this beautiful, delicate, fragrant, wild rose liqueur. Wild rose flavor profiles that's coming through. Um, it's actually kind of... Even on the nose, I'm not getting a lot of that wild rose sort of fragrant fragrance, but corn whiskey is a, a beast and a bit of a bitch when it comes to like how powerful it is in fragrance. Wow. Wow. This is great. This is fantastic. Um, this is fantastic. Uh, sweet, rosy, completely game changer. Like... On the nose, you'd never think anything of it, but like on the palate, this is a fantastic little uh, and weird unaged corn whiskey, wild rose. Who would have thought to do that? But very different things here. So Sage Advice, I would bang this out. Actually, the Sage Advice as well as the Barrel of Sunshine, Rusty Nails, man. Everybody loves a good Rusty Nail. I think Rusty Nail needs to come back in full force. Ounce of good scotch ounce of one of these liqueurs, the Sage Advice, or the Barrel of Sunshine, either or, you're gonna get two different, very different flavor profiles. If you want a Christmassy sort of one, um, maybe with a little of a peaty sort of uh, whiskey, your Sage Advice is gonna be money. Um, the sun Barrel of Sunshine, you're gonna roll with just a classic, like Shelter Point Artisanal single malt with the Barrel of Sunshine, done. Next up, the uh, peeled orange, um, sub it. If you get a bottle, sub it in for any cocktail that calls for Cointreau or Curacao or Triple Sec, something like that. And this little, just sneaky little bugger, um, go with a gin, cucumber forward, maybe the Mad Lab um, gin. Even though it's not a cucumber gin, it's cucumber and ingredient. Mad Lab and this, equal parts, three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice. You may need to sweeten it up a little bit because I'm not 100% sure how much sweetness is going to bring through. Um, shake it, strain it, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You got yourself a w wicked little rose sort of uh, white lady sort of feel to it. But that's this week, episode number 40. I'm looking forward to number 15 and number 100, that's for sure. Um, whiskey liqueurs from BC. I've got some more stuff coming up uh, for Spirit of the Day. I'm having a lot of fun with Spirit of the Day, actually. So... 
stay tuned. Thank you very much for your support for BC Spirits, especially now. Um, go to the BC Spirits website. You'll find a link in the blogs about uh, who has an online store. Please support local distilleries. I've got horrible, horrible stats from a lot of the, the governing bodies here in BC. So we need to support local distilleries as much as we can. So have a good week, guys. Thank you very much for the support. I'll see you next week. Actually, I'll probably see you tomorrow because it's BC Spirit of Day. So you can get see me every single day if you want. So have a good day, guys. Bye.